get sick and you just can't work, you can't go anywhere, right? You can, you can barely even talk, you can barely even think, and you just have to be. And that is grace too. And so this beautiful moment happened out of this difficult moment, right? Almost a sort of lotus flower out of the mud moment where I was sitting super sick uh, yesterday morning and I was completely at peace just being. Hello and welcome back to the Pursuit of Spirit podcast. My name is Victor Burkhart and in today's episode, we are going to be diving deep into grace and more specifically fierce grace and how challenging moments and difficult times in our lives are actually the most beautiful and loving ways that the whole or the universe or God or source, whatever you want to call it, uses to push us into deeper levels of spiritual growth. So the main theme today is that anything and everything, but especially those things we don't like or that we avoid, can be used as grist for the mill of awakening, as Ram Dass would say. And this has been poignant for me, and why I really want to make this episode is because I have been so sick the last few days. I don't usually get sick, but when I do, um, I I get it pretty good. And um, I've had a lot of insights into how much of a blessing being sick actually has been for me. And I'm going to get into that a bit more later in the episode. But I just want to set the stage a bit because this is so profound. And this is something that a lot of us miss because we still have this idea, we still have this sort of belief, this assumption that spirituality, and this is I feel like a lot of this comes from the more modern day mainstream manifestation, new agey type of of stuff. Um, Not that there's anything wrong with that, but that it, it gives us this wrong assumption that any spiritual growth we encounter should just come from a beautiful moment, right? Like a moment of serenity sitting on the beach as the waves, you know, crash against the against the beach and the sun setting right and that's a that's a beautiful scene I'm sure we can all picture that and that of course would be grace as well if if you found some peace and you found some some tranquility there you contacted your your true nature your being there but what we don't realize is that that's not the end of the story right spiritual growth isn't all about these beautiful moments of sitting on the beach and having the beautiful waves come towards you, right? It's also about the difficult moments, right? A lot of spiritual growth, if you haven't noticed, is found in the most challenging moments. In fact, I would dare say that the most growth you will find 
is in the challenging moments. You'll grow some from your beautiful meditation sessions and from your beautiful walks by the beach, right? But there is immense growth, immense opportunity for deepening your connection in very, very challenging moments. And this is what I like to call fierce grace. And this is a term I got from Adashanti. Um, If you don't know Adashanti, he's a modern spiritual teacher. And I refer to him often because he's helped me many, many times on my own journey. But he uses this term fierce grace because when we think of grace, we think of this sort of softness, right? This sort of easy um, fluidness. It's like a feminine energy. But there's this other side of grace, as is with everything, right? The, the duality, the other side of the coin, which is the more masculine grace. It's the more fierce grace, right? It's when someone in your family passes away unexpectedly. It's when you get super sick. It's when something happens that causes you sharply and poignantly to grow spiritually. And this is going to be the topic, of course, of today's episode. So I'm making this because, like I said, I got sick. And one of the things I started to notice was, of course, the usual thoughts of, I wish I wasn't sick. You know, I I wish I had more energy to do my work, you know, to make videos or or to do my, uh, my work that I do apart from making videos. And these thoughts kept coming up. And then I had a realization where fierce grace popped into my mind. And I was like, wait a second. This is a beautiful opportunity to slow down. And I really felt it in my body, right? When I say that I had a realization, it's not that I was just thinking this. It just, it, it was experientially dawned on me that, oh my goodness, this sickness is a form of fierce grace because I don't have the energy to do anything and all I can do is just sit here and be, right? There's nothing else I can do but just be with it and and, and be with it in a way where I'm not trying to get past it but literally be with it. And this this dawned on me and, and it was it was such a beautiful moment because it reminded me that everything in our lives can be used as grist for the mill of awakening, as Ram Das would say. And so as I had this realization, as I was sitting there with this sickness, this beautiful peace started to rise up in my body because I stopped resisting the fierce grace, right? This movement of the universe, and and this is what I mean when I say grace or fierce grace, is a movement of the universe, a movement of the whole, of God, of source, whatever you want to call it, a movement that, that nudges you or pushes you towards spiritual growth. That's what grace is when, when, when I'm saying it. Other people might have different definitions, but I'm I'm speaking of grace as this very specific movement, right? Like something happens. And again, normally we think of grace as like, 
you know, the beautiful moments like, oh, this perfect moment happens on the beach where the sun's setting perfectly and the the waves are crashing. And that is grace. But of course, there's fierce grace where something happens and you get sick and you just can't work. You can't go anywhere, right? You can, you can barely even talk. You can barely even think. And you just have to be. And that is grace too. And so this beautiful moment happened out of this difficult moment, right? Almost a sort of lotus flower out of the mud moment where I was sitting super sick uh, yesterday morning and I was completely at peace just being because my normal tempo, you know, I'm, I don't know if it's because I'm younger um, or because uh, I'm a male or because uh, it's just my temperament, but my normal tempo, my normal pace throughout the day is pretty quick, right? And that's why I love meditation so much is because it slows me down. But normally I'm, I'm going, you know, if I can make three videos a day, I'm going to make three videos in a day and then I'm going to do some more work and then I'm going to work some more on my website or something like that. Like I, I, I love it. Like, but this, this freight train can take me away from everything that I not only talk about, but everything that I know is the most important in my life, which is that connection, that spiritual connection. And this freight train for me gets going, it gets rolling, and I start to lose the connection, right? And you probably notice this too, the faster you're going, the more you lose connection with spirit, with yourself, with the universe, with God, whatever word you want to use, we're all, they're all pointing to the same thing. The faster you get going, you start to realize, oh my goodness, what, wait, what, I'm, I'm off, right? There, there's an imbalance, right? Something's off. And what's off is that you're not connecting with yourself. And so for me, this freight train was just T-boned by another freight train of grace. And it made my freight train come to a dead stop because grace has many tools on its tool belt and one of them is getting sick and this is really the beauty of what I call true spirituality because modern day new age spirituality will tell you and and, and not necessarily tell you and look I'm not trying to pick on modern day new age spirituality but the the underlying belief or assumption and you can feel it from modern day new age spirituality is that you know avoid any negative experiences and just fill your day with as many positive experiences as much stuff as you want as possible and as you want what i mean by that is like you know manifest everything you want and if you have something in your day that you don't want then that's a problem but we need to investigate that that assumption because a lot of us don't want to get sick. A lot of us don't want someone in our family to die. A lot of us don't even want to die ourselves. And yet those specific things can be the most poignant and powerful things 
that actually grow us spiritually, that actually lead us to deep peace, that actually lead us to finding love. And so I think this is worth really looking at. And if you're watching this episode, I think it's worth really contemplating today how you yourself avoid fierce grace out of this assumption that your spiritual journey or your spirituality should be all rainbows and butterflies and sunsets. And look, I'm all for rainbows and butterflies and sunsets. You know me, right? But I'm also the first person that's willing to admit that, yeah, getting sick, facing a challenge that just pops you out of your egoic conditioning, these are some of the most beautiful moments. I remember one of the most beautiful moments I've ever been able to experience, and I've never really... I've said this before, and some of you know, but I want to give it credit here, um, was when my best friend died of cancer. And I remember the day he died, um, he had been battling cancer for like four years Um, It started in his hand. I remember we were in the gym lifting and there was this bump on his hand and he was like, I should go get this checked out. He's like, this is weird. And we were like, yeah, you probably should, you know, like wasn't thinking anything of it. And uh, eventually he got checked out and yeah, it turned out it was cancer. And um, four years, he, he basically battled it, chemo, everything. He still went to school. Um, And then after those four years, it just it, it it got to him right it 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 got to his lungs um i can't remember which cancer he ha- he had but he had he ended up not winning that fight and i can't speak for him but for him and and i'm sure now not being in the physical body that we call jared i'm sure that that was the most fierce grace he himself has ever encountered. And I'm sure that as a soul, that really, really, and I know it did. I know it did because I talked to him through the whole thing. And I know it, it it grew him. I mean, the 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 person we knew, the being we knew that got cancer at the beginning to the end was was a completely different person. There was immense growth, but there was also immense suffering. But I just know that by the end of it, um, it, it, it was grace. And like I said, I, I can't, obviously I can't speak for him. I don't know what his direct experience of it was, but I remember the last day he passed away. We were there at his house. He was in hospice and... I was given the opportunity of grace to literally pick up my frail, you know, he had probably lost a lot of weight at that point. You know, he was a big guy. He was lifter. And at that point, he probably lost like 100 pounds plus. 
I mean, he was frail, skinnier than me, and I'm skinny. And I, I, I've, I remember this weird beauty of it felt like the universe. And, and we always had a connection. We had done mushrooms before together. And I remember having these weird spiritual experiences with Jared. And I don't know if this was the universe at work or what, but um, his mom asked me, you know, can I have help putting him on his bed? Because he was in a wheelchair, like he had went to the bathroom or something. And I just picked him up on my own and carried him to his bed. And I remember how beautiful of a moment that was for me. Like it, it, of course, on one level it sucked, but it was so incredibly beautiful because at that point that you're not fighting the cancer, right? You're not like, Oh, maybe, maybe you'll make it, you know, it's like, no, this is coming to an end and you, there's a deep acceptance and that's where the grace is. And I remember just picking him up out of his wheelchair, setting him on his bed, and it was just this feeling of of grace that allowed me to put my friend literally on the bed that he was about to pass away in. And he did actually, his body, I should say, did pass like two hours after that because we left a little bit after I did that and then he passed away. So I, I literally had this weird, incredibly mystical, spiritual experience through putting my best friend literally on his deathbed. Now, most people would tell you that's the worst thing that could ever happen. You know, if that ever happens, oh, I feel so sorry for you. That's horrible. And I I understand why you would say that, where that's coming from. But for me, that moment led me to such a profound inner place of love and and such a profound inner place of of peace and i really think that you know a lot of the times people will say you know victor why are you so wise not to blow smoke up my own butt but they'll be like victor where do you get all this wisdom from and and it's like i don't get it from anywhere i just think that Grace has blessed me with these moments here and there where they've transformed me and I've allowed them to. You see, it's not that you haven't had these moments. It's not that I'm the only one that's went through something like that. I know I'm not. It's that I was open to it in a spiritual dimension. I wasn't fighting it and resisting it and like creating all these stories in my head about how God is evil because my friend's dying. No, I didn't do that. I was there. I was there fully in the moment and I lived it and that led me deeper. And that is the core message of this episode is that you can allow fierce grace to work on you and mold you into a incarnation into a being that is literally divine light in a body and 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 that is where i love rob doss's saying 
where he says, everything can be grist for mill, grist for the mill of awakening. Because everything in your life, it's not about the just about the good things. Spirituality, true, true, deep spiritual growth is not just about getting what you want. And, and I, I hate to say it, but this new agey sort of manifestation spirituality where it's just like, yeah, I want what I want. And like the universe is going to give it to me because the universe is like this amazing thing. It's like, yeah, maybe, but that's not what this is really about. I promise you, when something happens, when fierce grace happens, all of your ideas about spirituality being about getting what you want will fly out the window and you'll realize that was just something your ego mind was doing in a spiritual costume. You'll realize, essentially, oh my god, so this is what it's about, right? It'll have that flavor to it. Like, oh, it's actually not about getting what I want all the time. That's just like an ego thing, of course. <laughs> getting what I want and avoiding what I don't want, that's not spiritual growth. That's just like ego. <laughs> that's self-survival, as Peter Rawson would say. That has nothing to do with truth. That has nothing to do with awakening. It has nothing to do with going deeper into the heart of the universe. Because the universe includes getting sick. It includes your best friend, dying of cancer it includes a lion ripping out a gazelle's throat right it it includes all of these things and you can't ignore that there's something to that right that's not a flaw it's 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 not like oh the universe is this magnificent thing but like this stuff you know i don't know it's uh, i don't want to look at it right? i don't want to look at it but it's like look at it because there's something there for you, for your growth, that you're not going to get anywhere else. There is a flavor of fierce grace that you cannot get anywhere else. You cannot get this flavor of spiritual growth from sitting on a beach and watching the sunset. You can't. You can't. What I experienced when my best friend died and I literally carried him to his deathbed, nothing has ever compared to that flavor of spiritual growth, of that moment. And that's because that is an aspect of reality that is equally as divine as sitting on the beach. And this is this is the core message. This is why I, I wanted to make this episode and, and why for me getting sick led me back to that where it's like, oh yeah, you know, this is actually kind of awesome I'm sick, <laughs> you know? Like I actually feel my body has like stopped this sort of freight train movement I'm in a lot of the times of like moving forward, moving forward, moving forward. And, and grace has just stopped me. 
And that's a blessing, right? And if you have the eyes to see that as a blessing, it will be. But so long as you're imagining your spiritual growth to be this sort of specific way in this sort of specific light, you'll miss the real growth because you're in your head about what it should be or what it should look like. And all of the difficult moments, all of the time, all of the times fierce grace comes into your life and gives you an opportunity to grow deeper, you'll miss it because you'll be so busy avoiding it. And I'm asking you to not avoid it. I'm asking you to step into it, to lean into it and embrace it as much as you would embrace a sunset over a beautiful ocean view. That's when it gets real. That's when it gets real. And it needs to be real like that. Because if it's not real like that, you're just going to be in your head in sort of fantasy, la-la, spiritual land, disconnected from truth. And truth comes in many flavors because it is everything that is. This journey can be incredibly, incredibly fulfilling if you let it. But it won't be if you fight it. It won't be if you keep telling it what it should be. Oh no, I, my, sh- my spiritual growth shouldn't come from a sickness. No, what? That's not what I want. My spiritual growth shouldn't come from someone passing away in my life. Oh no, that's not that's not what I want. If you're doing that, you're going to miss the real thing. Now be careful cuz I'm not saying the opposite of like, oh, you should want to get sick and like you should want to like have people around you die. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is much more nuanced. I'm not saying that you should want or not want anything. It's not about wanting or not wanting. You see it transcends that. It's meta. It's about whatever it is that is occurring in your life right now is the exact thing you need and you can allow to transform you spiritually. But most of the time we fight it, whatever it is, 
whether it's an ice cream cone or whether it's getting in a car accident, whether it's our favorite movie or whether it's getting super sick. It doesn't matter what it is. The point is that everything you experience in your life is there as a doorway to a deeper spiritual connection. A spiritual connection so deep that no experience can take that connection away from you. So I think that's all there really is to say on that. I hope that the message got through. I hope that you were able to hear me today. Thank you as always for watching, and I'll see you in the next one. Peace.